Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people, and for Haley, it's the Dharawal people. After 10,000 years, I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth. Hi there. This is not Jennifer Coolidge, and that was my audition for Rita Repulsa in the new Power Rangers Gay Force. It's all full of homosexuals. Anyways, I'm not sure if I can talk about that. So in the meantime, listen to Drag Me Out Official and talk about that with your friends. This video is not sponsored by Jennifer Coolidge or Power Rangers, but supported by a flaming Midwestern homosexual with nothing better to do at this time. And listen to the podcast, dumbass. Now, a quick word from our unsponsored sponsors. Do you want to go to sleep with a different celebrity every night? Do you ever think of smothering someone, but your pillow is too basic? Then we have the perfect pillowcases for you. Hero Huggers by Rani. Hero Huggers by Rani encourages testing on animals. According to the scientists at Drag Me Out University, they have proven results that people who purchase Hero Huggers by Rani improve their sleep by 83.768%. Phones are ringing off the hook with orders, so get yours now. Or alternatively, go to Hero Huggers by Rani on Etsy. Sleep soundly knowing your heroes are right next to you. Hero Hookers by Rennie, where heroes lie. Now animals were harmed during the making of this commercial. No one had dragged me out official as a science degree, but they have watched things about Scientology. No research has been done to support these statistics except our own biased opinion. Pillow not included. All right, everyone, welcome to Drag Me Out. Let's just get it done. I'm Cass, that's Haley, and we've got a very special guest who's going to introduce herself right now. Hi, Cass, I'm Ivana Kebab. <laughs> Ah, let's see if YouTube lets that on. <laughs> uh, well, they let swear and talk about conspiracy theories, so I don't see why they won't let the little seed bomb in. Yeah, no, that's you're right. That's fair. That's fair. So we're just going to talk our usual shit. Readers digest the beginning of it, so we can get it through nice and quick, and then get our get stuck right into the meat and potatoes of life. Mm-hmm. So. We're going to start with our lovely, I'm, I guess at this point with the amount of times that you've been on, Ivana, you're like a co-host now. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's co-host you. Let's put Ivana on the website. Do it. Oh, make it. Make it happen. You're our lovely co-host, Ivana. Um, how was your week? What did you do? Who did you do it with? My week was spent d- not doing a lot, actually. I'm freaking exhausted still from Drag Expo in Sydney. Um, what have I done? I did some gardening. <laughs> oh, that sounds lovely and pleasant. Uh, a lot of communication was had through the week too. A lot of communication with all of us, um, which has been fun. It's been lovely. It's been wonderful. So that was your week? Yeah, pretty much. Sweet. I'm what about fine. you, Hayley Bear? Um, well, I had surgery on Monday. What's yeah. that? Do you have? She had an attitude adjustment. It that didn't part. work. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't work. Still a bitch. Um, well, 
<laughs> I had two cysts removed. They went in for one cyst and they found another one. So they got rid of my sisters. And hey, yeah. welcome back to my channel. It's me, James Charles here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Like that's that's my that's been my week. How was your week? I've had a big week. I've had a very, very big week. Um, started out uh, pretty okay. And then I resigned from my job because I have obtained employment elsewhere. Yay, fuck work. Yay, King's Yay. <laughs> I, I got my corner back after all of these years. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it was, uh, uh, I passed a criminal background check. Who knew, right? After the amount that I've confessed to on this show alone, I still managed to pass a criminal check. Yeah, you thief. Yeah, but statute of limitations, I'm fine. I'm more than fine. I mean, that was at least 40 years ago, right? Mm. And you didn't yeah. get caught for it. It's never conviction if you don't get caught. Exactly. It's never a crime if you don't get caught. Good it's only the people. It's only it's only the people who catch you who choose to label it. Like being gay in a straight world. <laughs> You're whatever the straight people define you as, apparently. Um, so yeah, I I resigned and got a new job all in the same week. And then I had my usual Okay, are you ready? Um, you know how I have my every other Friday off? Mm -hmm. I'm going to lose that for six months. No, how dare they? Well, the new place I have to wait until I finish my probation. Yeah. Um, and then it can get implemented back in. But that's half a year of me not working a nine-day fortnight. I'll actually have to work a 10-day fortnight. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Oh, no. When are you going to have time to wax your butthole? <laughs> well, there's always the weekends for that. That's fine. Okay. Um, Maybe you can do that for <laughs> now. Okay, no worries. Yep. Um. So yeah, that was my week. Wax that cinnamon donut. <laughs> so Haley, do you have any musings for us this week? I don't this week. I have no musings. Only except painkillers are really great. That's it. That's all I got. Hang on, hang on. You do have something. You will actually, you both have something. Twenty-seven dollar. <laughs> Twenty-seven dollars. Yeah. Okay, so you don't have any musings. Like that was a good five minutes of segment right there. What have you done? Um, just I was very behind this week. Nah, fair enough. Oh, fair enough. I did. I did go. You called me yesterday, but I was in getting checked for the crazies. Um. Again. Uh, yeah, so the lady was doing my assessment and we we're just having a good chat. I don't know if I like her. She says uh huh uh huh uh huh uh huh a lot. That's and that, the way uh huh uh huh I like. yeah, that started uh, uh, to uh, irritate uh. me. But yeah, other than that, it's very painful to sit down on the vag. And that's it. That's all my music. Have hemorrhoids. Oh, I've got hemorrhoids too. Oh, fun! Great. They, they're her children. Yeah. It's one thing I'm glad about not having children. 
the physical toll it takes on your body. I could never look like this one day. <laughs> at least you can at least you can choose to name your hemorrhoids if you want to. <laughs> your children, you kind of got a name, so you've got something to yell at them when they're in trouble. If I ever get hemorrhoids, I'll name them Cass and Haley. <laughs> Dang. That- that's actually touched me in the heart region. Thank I you. I love it. I love being near your butthole. <laughs> Haley Hemorrhoid. Oh, that's a good tag name for you. <laughs> did you steal that from? Did you take that from the hotel? Yeah, I did. And I told them that I was taking it as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you know, you're right. You did. Yeah. I can't believe you still have that for your moustache. Yeah, and I had to tame it. <laughs> okay, uh, the, so. The amount of shit we stole from that hotel. <laughs> I, even up, I even ended up with towels. <laughs> Mind you, they wouldn't have known how many towels were in that room, so it was easy to get away with because when you walked into Ego's bathroom, it was basically piled up like Mount Everest, just about touching the bottom of the sink. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was. There bad. was a lot, yeah. and I was doing. I was always like, I was doing laundry while we were there too, and I kept telling everyone, "Put your towels in for wash. Put your towels in for wash." It was literally the fucking mother of the fucking room. <laughs> okay, that's what I want to know. I want to know yeah. how your experience was at Sydney Drag Expo because we talked about yes, our, ours last week. So you talk about. They yours. needed more alcohol options, and they need to stop closing that bar at. Three o'clock. Well, did Melbourne, because I wasn't, like, going to drink at all, did Melbourne have alcohol? Yes. Like, specific? Oh, they did too. They had one of the vans. They had, like, a bar there where you could get cocktails, you could get pre-mixed cans. Right, okay. It was great. And then they had, like, a little area around there that you could sit down and hang out, and they had, like, multiple food options. Mm. But... Sydney was really lacking on that end. Well, I don't, know, I don't know if it's because um, the exhibition centre itself was the only provider of food and drink there, apart from the penis waffles. But they but, were um, charging a premium for people who wanted to sell food as well. Like, really? On top of the booth. Yeah, because when we got our booth, he was like, you're not selling food or drink, are you? Or something like that. You'd have to yeah, have. Yeah, we're like, no, no. And he's like, oh, because we would need to have a big talk about that if you were. Yeah. So I think they were charging extra to serve food. Um, That could be the convention center rules, not their rules. So maybe that's why they didn't have more options. I'm I not sure. They, I think they could have chosen a better place, to be honest. I agree. Like, yeah, it's a convention center. Yeah, it's in the CBD. But at the same time, it was a pain in the ass to get around in there. Nobody knew where the fuck we were. We were almost late to the pink carpet because the um, the entrance to the convention centre is on the other side of the building compared to the room. It was mm-hmm. a joke. It yeah. was a joke. And then how yeah. many flights of stairs and escalators and freaking... Nah. Yeah, nah. just have a smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to put the nicotine in this bitch, otherwise I'm going to be cranky. But other than that, that, did you have, like, a positive, like, did you meet who you wanted to meet? Um, I met one of the people that I wanted to meet, which was fucking lovely. Okay. Um, But I really wanted to meet Pangina, but I don't, she, yeah, she was a little bit standoffish. 
Really? Yeah. I got that vibe too. Was that in the Um, Queen's Walk area or? She was away from her booth. I was like, Pangina, and she turned around and just kept walking. Mm. Yeah, just not even like a hi, how are you? But yeah. Even a, even a simple fuck off is it a, at least an acknowledgement. Oh, fuck off! It's like <laughs> punch me or something like that. No, but so uh, Cass and I were having a conversation earlier, and we both came to the conclusion that Haley needs to have more babies for every so one baby for every gay person that she's friends with. So far, that makes eight. So you need six more children. Well, technically, if you pair them together as the couple. Three. Three. So technically, I'd only need to have one more. And if that happens by accident, I won't be mad at. But three's my my absolute. I'm getting something tied. I'm getting something chopped <laughs> off. That's my absolute maximum. Oh, you're going to show off those flats, are you? <laughs> <laughs> <That's> fine. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's just my husband lurking around like a creep. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to show you my pink bits, Jack, again. <laughs> well, you almost saw him in the hotel room when you're pulling your spanks up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like a highlight of my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so do, do, do we have pancreas moments this week? Oh, my pancreas. I'm sure Ivana has many. I'm sure. Um, the only thing that really grinds my pancreas, well, makes my pancreas explode or makes my pancreas just not want to work, is people who owe people money. <laughs> um, but also, um, there's a little secret uh, group that we have going on and we added this particular person to the group and I was pretending to be big brother. And we got that money returned to who was owed money. And then we also managed to get them to donate more money to our LGBTQ charity as payback. Well, kind of, um, what would you call it? Interest. Did we see the receipts for that, though? We have not seen receipts yet, but we are asking for receipts and I will make sure we get them. Well, that person left that group. so We can always re-add them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so people owing people money and claiming they forgot yep that's a good one what about ghosting. you Cass ghosting people as well mm. Mm. yeah not a fan your name's not, your name's not Casper don't do it <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's it that's all I have. <laughs> okay. I've got a pancreas bursting moment. I'm, I'm not going to rant and rave and all of that, but I'm going to say this. I went to a direct factory outlet yesterday. And as I was coming out, uh, mum was there with two of her kids with the trolley. And I'm sorry, but your children are like 13, 14. They should be in fucking school. Right. And then as they're walking down the ramp to take the, the thing down, I was walking a little bit faster than them and I had to slow down because they were walking three abreast. So they were taking up the whole ramp. Mm. 
And so because mum had obviously some mobility issues probably because the trolley was full of all of this stuff, I had to slow down to the point I was in my groove, you know. I had I have my speed now. I was I was in my zone. I was going for it. Everything was fine. And then I had to take little steps to slow down so then I could maintain my distance and keep their pace. No. How fucking inconvenient. I know. When you're walking in a ramp or or even on the on, on the footpath, you and your fucking children should not be taking up the whole thing. But this is when you're supposed to use your really masculine voice and just be like, move. <laughs> uh, last time I did that to somebody, my wife nearly had a heart attack because she thought I was doing it to her. There was no, <laughs> there was no plan. This girl was walking towards me and she was looking down at her phone and she was in my way and I just went, move. And my um, wife jumped about 20 feet. But, yeah, don't take up so much of the fucking footpath. Don't take up so much of the ramp. I was in my zone. I was in my groove. Note to oneself, do not get in the way of an angry Cass. <laughs> a lesbian right? in the zone. Yeah, yeah. I have a pancreas moment, but it's actually a reverse pancreas. Someone like, was pissed off with you? No, like it made me like people again. Yeah. Okay. Just a quick one. I was in, I was in, I went to Wollongong and I was going to get checked for the crazies, but I had some time to kill. So I went to go park and I parked in timed parking and there was an older gentleman in front of me and he was getting in his car. But before he got in his car, he grabbed the little ticket that you put on your windowsill and he handed it to me and he's like, I've got an extra hour. You can have it. And I was like, oh, Thank you so much. Have a great day. He's like, yeah, okay, whatever, and gets back in his car. But I was like, that is really nice. That's a really nice thing to do. And then mm. that made me go, I'm going to say that in my reverse pancreas because it didn't make me mad. It made me like people again. But then soon later, I think someone cut me off and I was like, fuck you. But, yeah. It was a whole two minutes. That's that's like a Yeah, record. that was like a world record for me anyway. That was, that was $2.30 saving at least. Yeah. But, yeah, that was that was my pancreas. Reverse pancreas. <laughs> and what's your actual pancreas? Oh no, I don't have anything. She's what? on a buzz. She's on a buzz. She's feeling no. She's feeling no ill will towards anything right now. Whatever pills you're on, I obviously need them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I think I function on the painkillers a lot better than you do. Yeah, I don't take them that often. You've been taking them for years with your back, haven't you? No, no. I take, I take them when my back's really bad. Well, you still take them. I don't take but them. But I had to take them for quite a lot leading up to the surgery, the uh, gallbladder. You and said no, after. I don't take them. And then you're no, like, you oh, but I No, you said for my back. No, 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 you said for my back. Okay. Well, I yeah. just meant you, you've you taken them quite Over regularly. the last six, seven weeks, yeah. But I haven't taken any for a few days. I'm actually uh, running natural now. Yeah. Withdrawal symptoms yet? <laughs> yeah, look at my hair. <laughs> <laughs> my reaction the day you showed me i was like ramen <laughs> ramen noodles yeah. <laughs> Good like, nah, justin timberlake circa 1990 <laughs> that's it that's it the yeah, coming through now i'm pretty sure at dinner you asked her how nsync was going or something yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm gonna send you up some time <laughs> okay 
Okay. I'll do my quick Michael Douglas facts. We'll talk about Drag Race. We'll talk about other stuff. Blah, yep. blah, blah. I have a Michael Douglas fact too. Tell me. Tell us. Did you know Michael Douglas was married to uh, Catherine Gordon jones <laughs> What's all that? What's all that what, about? What's all, what's all this about? I don't know. Have you seen that film with Michael Douglas and Demi Moore where she sexually harasses him? Thank God they finally made a film where the woman sexually harasses the man because that goes on all the time in real life, you know. <laughs> yeah, look at the fact. Basic instinct, fatal attraction. Oh, yeah. What is it about Michael Douglas? I don't know. There's just something about him makes a woman lose her sense of reason. Every time I see that chooky neck and those middle-aged buttocks quivering over Sharon Stone, I get this irresistible urge to stalk and ravage him. Oh, no. It's those mean little lips make me want to rip his clothes off and make his life hell. If you ask anyone in the street, I'm sure she'll tell you the same thing. Excuse me, madam, have you ever felt the urge to stalk and ravage a man? Oh, yes, um, Michael Douglas, if I go here. Thank you, mother. Oh, what's all this about? Have you ever felt the urge to stalk and ravage a man? Oh, constantly. Who would that be? Oh, Michael Douglas. <laughs> Michael Douglas. Douglas. Michael Douglas. <laughs> Michael Douglas, I could boil his rabbit any time. <laughs> Sharon Stone, who would you most like to stalk and ravage? Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas, Michael Kirk Douglas. Thank you. Did you know that Michael Kirk Douglas is five foot ten? He's taller than me. He's five foot ten. He's taller than me. There you, yeah, well, what are you, yeah, I thought you were like five ten. No. Oh, because I was used to seeing you in the heels. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so Michael Douglas was named a United Nations Messenger of Peace in 1998 with a mandate to focus worldwide attention on nuclear disarmament and human rights. Okay. What does that mean? Well, he's so they get the, the, the United Nations basically hands out honorary titles and you have the choice on whether or not you really want to like pursue it um like the united nations you know messenger for peace and all of this other stuff so his his is obviously the messenger for peace but he's actually um very what's the word i'm looking for um philanthropic uh, proactive what sort of proactive though oh so uh he apparently he has done demonstrations he has been to demonstrations um, so it's, he's, so for this in particular, it was nuclear disarmament and human rights, but, um, I actually posted on our stories, he was doing something to end gun ownership and violence in, really, in the U S that works. Yeah. Well, he, he only put it up yesterday. Oh, was it yesterday? Yeah. 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 Cause apparently uh, the second, yeah, the second of June in the States is going to be like, let's get rid of the guns day. So here's the interesting fact about the messenger for peace, right? They typically serve in their position for three years, okay? Michael Douglas has held the title for more than two decades, seven times longer than what you're supposed to. Like, that's why we love Michael Douglas. Is that because <laughs> no one else wants to do it? 
No, no, it's because he's actually quite a strong advocate for a lot of things. He's a liberal. Yes, he's a liberal. So here we go. Next fact. In 1980. Liberal, hey, I mean Democrat? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, conservative is uh, Republican. The way of politics really confuses me. Mm. Uh, yeah, well, so the Republicans are red. Red for angry. Michael Douglas fact number two. In 1980, he did not appear in any films. This was because of a terrible skiing accident he suffered in 1980 and it took him three years to recover and that's when he went back to movies in 1983. Oh. Mm-hmm. Did not know. Mm-hmm. Mr. Jeremy Renner. Yeah. So with the messenger of peace thing is the next fact, is it, okay? So it kind of explains it a little, a little bit, especially with the gun message that I put up yesterday. So... Michael Douglas became a vocal gun control advocate. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I, heard, I heard that. Uh, uh, try Michael that du- sorry, mummy. That was an accident. I said that word. I'm so sorry. Can you, Michael can you, du- you need to put in there now how many times was cunt slipped. <laughs> we're, on our th- we're on three now. So... Michael Douglas became a vocal gun control advocate following the death of his friend John Lennon in 1980. So he was very good friends with John Lennon. John Lennon was, of course, shot by David Wayne Chapman. Uh, And that's when he started on the no guns thing. And he was actually three blocks away when the shooting happened. So also, second last fact about Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas, he actually roomed, like shared an apartment with actor Danny DeVito in New York City before landing his first big screen starring role. And then they went on to, they've actually done six movies together, three they've acted in, and I think the other ones were in producer producer or director credits. Mm -hmm. This is the last fact for this week about Michael Kirk Douglas. On November 6, in 2018, he received his own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and you can find it at 6259 Hollywood Boulevard. Hmm. That's this week's deep dive into the world of Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas! Michael Douglas! So over Michael Douglas. <laughs> so over. What are they going to do? Block us, right? We want, we want, we want either Michael Douglas to file a restraining order against us, or block us completely, or just acknowledge us. I have a fun fact. Sure. Did you know that November's close to August? You're an asshole. <laughs> 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 I'm not clarifying it anymore. I, 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 I explained it. I knew I what I meant. I understood 100% what you meant. You have to give people some context about that. <laughs> so, when we were discussing Drag Expo in our group chat, we were talking about them opening one in Brisbane. But Cass 
came out with, well, it can't be in November because it's too close to August. And then it just sort of spiraled from there. I did I did clarify it, meaning time-wise, resource-wise, exactly finance-wise, all of that stuff. Yeah. Can I just say I am living for this blue motif you've got going on, indigo, blue That's indigo. Blue. It's lovely. It does pop. Oh, look at that. Oh. That's a face that belongs on Drag Race if ever I saw one. Look at that. Do we just want to get on to RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 8, Episode 5? The Snatch Game, which is behind us. Oh, other way. Which is behind us, The Snatch Game of Love. I can't really give an opinion. Well, you can still give an opinion. You may not have watched it, but you can still give an opinion. Was anyone thrown under a bus this week? Uh, oh, okay. So you're going to hear the tea and nothing yeah. but the tea. So help you. Oh, hang on. Let me get organised. Okay. No, you got to do that thing where they try and find the, the straw yeah, with their you got to find, try, that's the one. Mm. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Who am I at Drag Expo? <laughs> <laughs> Every drag queen who ordered. I was going to say you may have to be more specific because we've witnessed that a lot of that. It was vanity. Oh, yes. Right. <laughs> Good luck. I saved vanity's life <laughs> by shoving two straws in her mouth so she could drink. There was one point I was sitting on the lounge talking to her and Maxie, and there was one point I'm pretty sure I was propping her up. She was leaning against me so much. I'm pretty sure I was keeping her from falling off the lounge at one point. I'm pretty sure you are a pillar of hope. Yeah, I, I, I fucking love that bitch. She's just the best. So Snatch Game Love, RuPaul's Drag Race, they had, what was it, Matt Rogers and Bowen Young? So full okay. disclosure, I only watched the first half, so I got the first three. Okay, well, I'm here for you. I'm here for you because I watched and I wrote things down today. Oh, nice. Okay. okay. So uh, Heidi in Closet was Blackbeard the Pirate. Okay, that's fine. Uh, one of the funniest things was when she was talking about the six seas. It's sailing the six seas, and, then, and they're like, um, "There's, there's seven, but, but um, I think it's different again because there's seven oceans." But did she that? think it was like, well, the saying is "sail the seven seas." Sail the seven seas, yeah. But was did she know that? Like, was she playing stupid? No, I think she honestly thought it was six seas. Right. Okay. Well, then that's kind of um, funny then. <laughs> one of the funniest things was when Kahana, one of Kahana's jokes didn't fall very well and it was kind of, it went really limp and Heidi just turns around and like goes to pass something to her or whatever it is and goes, here's a refund for the joke. All right. Um, so Hi, uh, ha- Kahana did Coco Montrese, by the way. But isn't oh, Kahana Coco Montrese's daughter? Correct. Yes. Why yeah. would you want to impersonate your fucking mother and do badly? Well, apparently she's done it in the past yeah. for gigs and stuff. So she did it when she had the orange face and she was yelling at Alyssa Edwards. I'm not fucking joking, bitch. I'm yeah. not fucking joking, bitch. Yeah. Fuck Rose. So what I wrote for for her impersonation of Coco Montrese was, oh dear, because yeah. it wasn't good. But then, then she accused Heidi of picking on her. And when they were doing the confessionals and she was talking about it, I was actually like sitting there looking at the TV going, but did she or was she trying to interact? But that comes a bit later. 
So Kahana wasn't great. Jessica Wilde was somebody called, is it Iris or something? Iris Chacon. Chacon. Yeah. Um, whoever that is, fine. Uh, James Mansfield did J. Cool, Jennifer yeah. Coolidge, and was actually funny. Like, God, yeah. Hot dog. Yeah. I'm taking the dog. Dog. Dumbass. Dumb <laughs> yeah. And Alexis Michelle. So they, so they were the first four. Uh, I'm going on record as saying that James Mansfield basically saved that group. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Mansfield was great. So then the second group was Alexis Michelle was B. Arthur from the Golden Girls. That's a tough one. Actually, she did okay. These four, you would struggle to find a bad one in the four. Yeah. Like Plus- the Alexis Michelle won with her Liza in her season. Yes, she did. Season. And, but Jimbo won hers too, didn't she? Uh, no. I no, thought she, she won her Snatch Game. No. no what about on? Um, yeah. and I don't think she won that. Jim, what about Canada versus the world? No, yeah, she was... didn't make it. She didn't make it to the – remember when right. um, Rue asked her, you know, you didn't make it to Canada? Right, yeah, yeah. I missed – yeah, okay. So Candy – Muse did Renee Graziano from Mob Wives. I don't know who that whoever is. that is. I don't know who either. Lalo Reed did somebody called Sukiana. Don't I know. Don't, I don't know who that is. Jimbo, <laughs> Jimbo <laughs> did Shirley Temple. It was one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my when she got up and fucking tap dance. I nearly lost my shit. It was so funny. And it was so out there and bizarre. And, you know, she has, what is it? She said something along the lines of, I know I appear to be a child or whatever, but I'm really 100 years old you know, to try and make it okay for everybody to enjoy. Um, yeah, no, uh, that group, those four, doesn't happen very often. But if they were the top four and that was Snatch Game, you would actually find it a little bit difficult to figure out who would be like bottom two if it was just that group. They were they were pretty good. So then, and I don't know if you got to this part, Haley. Uh, so something happened in the workroom. No. Okay. So Kahana, I'm not going to say came for but decided to confront Heidi about how the interaction that Heidi was doing in Snatch Game with her was actually making her feel bad. She's like, it's like you're coming for me, you're picking on me, you're high. She goes, I already went into Snatch Game knowing that I wasn't going to do very well and was basically feeling bad about myself already, and then you just piled on that. So it wasn't making her feel very good. So then we find out, before this, that according to is it Jimbo said it? Yeah. So there is a confessional that Candy Muse says Jimbo's won a couple of challenges. She's obviously the front runner. I'm probably going to take her out if I get the opportunity, even though they have an alliance, mm-hmm. right? So what happened was there was some things said and Heidi – 
told Jimbo that when the cameras were off, Candy actually said it to her. I told Jimbo Candy said, okay, yep. Right, that Candy said she's gunning for Jimbo. Yeah. Right? But we're in a competition show. Like, you need to eliminate your competition. Yeah, I agree. So that, so Jimbo or somebody else, I, can't, I think it was Jimbo. No, I can't remember who it was. Told Candy Muse that Heidi told Jimbo this. So then while Kahana was piling on Heidi about the snatch game, Candy Muse decided to pile on Heidi as well and confront her about what she said to Jimbo. So what happens is Heidi is actually sticking up. So at one point, Candy says this, she goes, we're supposed to be sisters. What about loyalty and all of this other stuff? And Jimbo actually uh, stood up to Candy Muse and said, well, Heidi was actually being loyal to me. Yeah. By, by doing that. So Candy Muse is like a bull in a china shop. We all know that. A lot of people I've noticed back down from Candy Muse when she gets started to, starts to get riled up. They just go, they, they give in. Yeah. And so there was some toing and froing about it. And then Heidi says, you did say it. And I wasn't the only one who heard it. And they said, who else heard it? And Heidi turns around and says, Alexis. So the camera goes, everyone turns around, looks at Alexis. The camera goes to Alexis and Alexis is there shaking her head in agreement. So Candy decides to raise her voice and goes, sorry, nodding her head. (laughs) So, so I'm three sentences ahead in my head, like where, where I'm going with it. So she's standing there nodding her head like, yeah. And she said, yes, you did say it. And so Candy gets up, up tight and upset and has a go at Alexis. And because everybody backs down from Candy Muse when she goes off, Alexis goes, oh, n- n- oh no, 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 oh, oh, no, I didn't hear that. And throws Heidi under the fucking bus. So she's done it again. She's thrown someone else under the bus. Exactly. So what happens is... Obviously, Candy has has an issue with being called out. Absolutely. And and these are kind of signs, like, of, like, pathological lies. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I like her. I don't like her. Quiet and awkward in the workroom. And Heidi basically says, it's so quiet you can hear a rat pissing on cotton. That's how quiet it is. Uh, and she's like, she goes, we either start to have fun or I'm out. And there's still some tension there. And she just went, you know, what? I'm done. Totally done. And starts to walk out. And they're going, what do you mean you're done? She goes, I'm leaving. I'm leaving the competition. Uh, Jimbo tried to stop her from leaving the room. Lala Ree actually goes out after her and they're talking and she's going, I can't do this anymore. Like I can't be in this kind of an environment. I've come to do, I, I, I've done what I came here to do. Yeah. Not sure what that was. Um, and and Lala Ree's going like, if this is what you need and this is what you want, then you do you. Uh, so she leaves and Alexis Michelle starts crying. Right. And she's like, we all have our darkest days and blah, blah, blah. And she's like doing this fan in the tears and all of that. And all I kept, all I said to my wife was she is upset because she realized that what she did and how she 
turned her back on Heidi, came back to bite her in the ass, right? So everything gets settled down. Uh, RuPaul comes out onto the runway, announces to – so Bowen Yang, uh, Matt Rogers, Michelle, and the hilarious Ross Matthews are the judges this week and announces to all of them that Heidi has left. So let me think. Uh, Michelle, Alexis Michelle and Candy are safe. Jimbo is the winner of the challenge. And the bottom two. So Heidi was pretty much guaranteed to be in the bottom two with Kahana. Because she leaves, that automatically puts somebody else in the bottom two. So somebody who didn't do as well, but did enough to stay safe, and that was Jessica Wilde. So Jessica Wilde ended up in the bottom two with Kahana Montrees. And this week's lip-syncing assassin was Jasmine Kennedy from season 14. So here's the thing. Here's some stats. I think I'm right with these numbers. So with this lip-sync, that means that Jimbo would have lip-synced six times. And lost all of them. And she lost all of them because Jasmine Kennedy won the lip-sync. So the $20,000 rolls into $30,000. And so... They go to announce who's being who's going home, and uh, RuPaul says, "I've come to a very difficult decision." And everyone's sitting, yeah, and she goes, and everyone's going, "Oh God!" Like, are are they both going home? Or you could see it on their faces. She goes, "I've decided to stay blonde," (laughs) and told everybody that neither one of them are going. So Heidi leaving is the person that needed to leave for the week and everything's all fun in the sun. And then next week, can't remember what next week's episode is going to be. I watched it. I can't remember. Um, so that was the drama filled episode five snatch game. Oh, love. I'm just annoyed with Alexis Michelle. Like I just, what did I say in last week's episode? Yeah, She's just going to keep fucking you over. They had the opportunity to take her out last week. Meanwhile, they, she's going to go back to her fucking hotel room and be like, yes, got rid of another one. Like, like they need to have their heads read. They didn't, they didn't learn after what she did to Darian. And then they just, I mean, they obviously didn't have the opportunity to vote her out this week, but they did last week. And come on, like, I can't she wait just, to see you at Melbourne Expo with her there. Yeah, I'll say something. I don't care. If she ends up winning this, there's just gonna you're gonna look back on the road to the crowd, and it's just gonna be all of these flattened bodies along the way. She's just she's fucking everybody over. But she I'm, knows she's I'm not, not good enough to win. Well, I know, but you know what? James Mansfield's holding strong. The only way that Alexis Michelle wins is somehow she wins next week and gets Jimbo out. Yeah. And even then. So, okay, so I'm changing my top three. Okay. Jimbo Stain. I penciled in James Mansfield last week. I'm putting her in. I'm I'm inking it in. I think um, 
I don't want to put Candy Muse in there. I don't believe she's done enough. Um, I'm going to pencil in La La Re. I think really? La La Re. Yeah, I think I La La Re may Jessica be coming Wild up for a in. No, no. I think this bottom thing, because she got fucked over to end up in the bottom, I think this is going to play with her a little bit. Right. I don't. I don't think La La Re is deserving of it. Like she still has not improved since her season. No, but I, whatever. I, 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 I never get this right when I say this. By the way, I have a funny feeling next week she may actually do very well. But I never get it right. I'll bet you twenty-seven dollars that she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we all know, I, I think Kahana's out next week. Uh, I, mm, mm, I'm going to watch it tonight and I'll give you my predictions. Okay. Okay. Uh, but, um, so that was episode five of All Stars 8. I forgot to say last week, you know how we usually talk about if we're invested and I get invested pretty quick. I wasn't really invested until this week. Well, I want to watch the it was full episode. When do, is it coming out Fridays or Saturdays now? Last week it came out on Saturday. I think last night, I, I think this week it came out last night. There may have been a problem with it. Okay. Um, but I watched it at, oh, God, about 7 o'clock this morning. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Yeah. I'm, I'm really coordinated. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Crocs. <laughs> platform Crocs. Get it right. Oh, yes. Yes, I I was actually um, finding myself with very little to do uh, the other day and uh, an ad for Crocs came up on my phone and I clicked on it and I was looking at it and I'm like, oh, my God, they've got different kinds of Crocs. Yeah. They got, but also, you know, sorry, um, uh, Anita Wiglet and I have both been looking at a pair of uh, stripper Crocs. They're just clear? They're clear Crocs, but they're like the Croc shoe part. They're like clear stripper shoes. Right. Oh. They're like a hybrid of drag shoes and Crocs. Just got to put some goldfish in them. Wow. Mm, no, no, that's not. Wow. When they die. I don't understand. I don't understand. I I never understood the the fashion trend that is the Crocs until I've been seeing people walking around with them and I'm like, yeah, they look comfortable. I mean, they're not for me, but they look comfortable. Literally, Expo should have been sponsored by Crocs. Yes, Crocs should have been there. Yeah, they, they would have made have. a killing. Yeah, there was a shoe place there. Why didn't they have some Crocs? Because they're like. They they were at the last one in Melbourne, and they're more like bigger shoes, but like more, more draggy. Um, like um, what's the word I'm looking for? Vintagey sort of burlesque. Right. Yeah. Right. They're, they're like, the, like rockabilly people. But they but they Crocs sell is the, the bigger sizes. Right, but Crocs are the preferred footwear of the uh, drag in- industry at this current moment. Like they they're missing out on a. The first time I saw a cow in Crocs. <laughs> and a kebab. And a kebab. Well, I couldn't see your feet. Actually, I was, <laughs> I was just walking around with bare feet, to be honest. And welcome back. We have our lovely, lovely guest here. Would you like to tell everybody? Hello, everybody. My name is Holly Park. 
And how long have we been doing drag for? I've been doing drag for six years. And where are you originally from? Melbourne. Melbourne You're in Melbourne? Yeah, yeah. Whereabouts in Melbourne? I am in Travancore, which is a tiny little suburb right next to Flemington, Mooney Ponds, mm -hmm. Scott Vale. So in a West. Wow, a West. wow. How would you best describe your drag aesthetic? Is there a, is it character based or? I would say drag aesthetic would be very uh, fun, candy, pink, princess, uh, showgirl, a little bit of all of that, a bit of a clown and a glance, like clown and a gown. Uh, I like to call myself a glitter, glitter clown. Mm -hmm. um, very just, yeah, fun and lovely and sweet and yeah, sweet like candy. Like candy. Like candy lollipop for a reason. So is this a, is this a full time thing? It is at the moment, which is very exciting. It's a new thing that's happened. Um, I was able to take my drag full time um, in December of last year. Mm -hmm. um, very busy with gigs and everything like that. Um, and then I recently just got married. Congratulations. Yes. So I got married in March um, and had a month off. Mm -hmm. And I was worried that coming back, I was going to lose that full time ability because I would lose the momentum of my gigs. Right. Um, but no, it turned out that I came back and everyone was like, great, you're back. Let's book it again. So back to being full-time drag and it's fantastic. It's Full-time so drag. I know. I'm so lucky. I'm so excited <laughs> that I get to say that. Like, not many queens get the privilege of being able to say that. Like, so I, I don't like to get overly serious, but yeah. I, I want your opinion. Yes. With the political climate that's yes. going with and, and seeing that what we've been seeing here, which is there's a lot of families and a yes. lot of kids. Yes. To those who don't believe that there is nothing wrong with this, do you have anything to say to them? All I can say is all of this hate that's being put out into the universe is only causing more problems. Yes. At the end of the day, love heals all. Exactly. And all we can do is love. Exactly. Because I feel like if we bring our children up in a world of hate, what kind of world does that create for those people? Exactly. We just need to surround them with love and show them the diversity and the love and, and that they're included in everything. Um, and that's the best thing that we can do for them. Yeah. Like, even against all the hate that's happening, I just turn around and I'm not stooping to their level. I can just show them that I am a loving person and that love will win in the end. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's go into a lighter topic. Yes. Okay. So you're lip syncing for your life. Yes. Okay. And you're going, gee, I hope it's this song. Uh-huh. What song is it? Oh, my goodness. There's so many. Um. Oh. Honestly, you know what I'm really vibing at the moment is Austria's Eurovision song from 2023. <laughs> it was the Who the Hell is Edgar? Uh -huh. And that is the song I want right now because I could give it to you. It is so funny. It is so fun. It's everything that I love about drag. It's camp. It's poppy. It's like got such a good tune to it. Honestly, if it was that, I'd, I'd be so happy. I would, <laughs> like, it's, the, it's, it's ridiculous. It's so good. So, um... With obviously lip syncing, all of that. So, would you consider yourself more of a, a dance? Do you, do you sing? Uh, I do sing. I do sing live. I've got a um, Bachelor of Musical Theatre. Um, so, I am professionally trained. I did dance training, I did singing training. 
but I love to be a bit more of a candy queen. So I've got a little bit of dance. I do a little bit of dance. I sing every now and then. Um, but at the end of the day, I just want to have a bit of a joke, have a bit of fun. Um, so I like to do some comedy numbers and uh, I love a good ballad as well. I find there's a lot of strength in being able to stand still and still captivate an audience. I think that's a very special ability. Um, and yeah, so everything, not cartwheel. Goodness me, couldn't do it. <laughs> oh my, the wigs I wear, if I did a cartwheel. We're not death dropping. It's no. not happening. No, no, no. It's I not happening. Not get back up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those things where you're just like, um, it's the with the with the the slow the, the slow song. It's it's kind of Adele esque where you're just standing there going, "Here I am." Absolutely. I it, there's so much strength and there's so many ways you can convey your personality in a song that is still. Yeah. It's very powerful, and yeah. I think people yeah. sometimes lose that, and they can be very jolty and run around and. And it's very exciting to watch, but the power of a still number is very much overlooked, I think. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely agree. Yeah. So where can we find you on socials? You can find me at I am Holly Pop, H-O-L-L-Y-P-O-P, um, on Instagram, on TikTok, though I don't really do much on TikTok, mostly Instagram. <laughs> I'm also on Facebook as well. So we want to thank the lovely Holly Pop for coming on. Thank you so much. We um this is, I was just saying to somebody not long ago, this is my happy place. Being with people like yourself is my happy place. And I just want to thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Thank, thank you so you. much for having me. Holly Pop, get into it. That's right. Thank, thank you. Bye. Make sure you head to Facebook and Instagram and like, follow, subscribe to Drag Me Out. Uh, head to Ivana Kebab on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Hayley, what's your handle? Oh, just drag me out official. Kath, do you have one. a handle? Uh, drag me out official because I can't remember what it is on Insta. I think it's like my name and then 74 at the end. I can't remember. Something with 27 um, in it. Um, something with 27 in it, yeah. Also make sure that you head to Michael Douglas and send him our love on all social media platforms. Make sure you tag us in the comments as well. So we know that uh, shit's being spread. Just also like. on our website, www.dragmeout.com.au, you go to our shop and we've got lots of Michael Douglas things. We do. And don't forget to listen to us on podcast platforms. Please give us five stars and a review. Other than that, bye. Bye, motherfucking Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas! Ba 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 